Well, he didn't win the presidency, but he did win a Dove Award. <laughs> Let's get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. <laughs> Welcome to Dropping Sunday. This, <laughs> nope, <laughs> that's not words. <laughs> nope, can't have that be a thing. <laughs> Off to a rousing start. <laughs> I called it Dropping Sunday. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't notice, but yeah, but you would <laughs> no. It, it can't be the first words out of your mouth. <laughs> Well, he didn't win the presidency, but he did win a Dove Award. <laughs> Let's get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Whew. Hey, hey, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. And in case this is your first time around here, Dropping Sunday is a semi-reverent look at Christian pop culture. Just a couple of notes. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off, although we'd like to know if either of those things happen. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you don't need to believe to belong. Uh, You can also join the conversation uh, at Dropping Sunday on all the socials. Uh, We're looking forward to hearing your thoughts and opinions on everything that we talk about today. But before we can get into that, I just have to ask Andrea, how's your heart? It's it's great. Yeah, you're such a liar. I am not lying. (laughs) You know. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, I'm not lying. Okay. I really am. I'm really great. I know I know that our country we are recording on Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, Thursday. And I know that our country is in a kind of a precarious situation at the moment uh when you talk think about politics, but honestly, you know what? I'm just I'm fine. You're I'm fine. Uh, see I knew you weren't great and excellent and wonderful. I knew that you were probably right there in that fine space. We just no, had to get you there. I'm just, I'm not, I don't know. Can I, can I do my uh, not for me at the top of the show? I, I, hey, why not break protocol? It's 2020. Rules don't it's matter anymore. <laughs> just throw them all out. We were talking about that at work today. Talking about that at work today, that we want to celebrate the little wins in yeah. 2020. Um, but no, not for me is when people, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm, I'm about to tick some of you off, I think. And I'm sorry. I, I, we're not here to do that, but that may happen. Um, when people compare this, uh, 2020 presidential election to the resurrection of Jesus, that's not for me. Uh, Keska said, what, what have you not seen all of the, no, no, let me tell you exactly what happened. Uh, I took uh <laughs> Tuesday and uh, knowing it was going to be an issue, we literally ordered pizza, held each other, and cried because of the death of our country. <laughs> no, I'm just it's a, it's, I'm overstating for comedy's sake, guys. How, we really how's didn't your do heart, that. Seth? No. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Wednesday morning, I had to get up and drive to Southeast Arkansas. And you might say, Seth, that's a long drive. Why didn't you fly? Because where I had to go was at least two hours from every airport. I mean, I was looking, do I fly into Memphis? Do I fly into Jackson, Mississippi? How do I get to this place? How I have do no I get clue. to this place? Yeah. And, uh, and there's two ways I could go. One was, uh, one was 
kind of like through Texarkana, uh, which would have taken me up I-30. The other one was right through Shreveport, which taking me I-20 is going to add about 20, 30 minutes to go that way. But I got to have lunch with my parents on, on Wednesday. So that's fantastic. So on purpose, I scheduled a very long drive for myself on Wednesday where I did not have to like uh, look at Facebook. Like I could not Mm -hmm. look at Facebook. Uh, And, and so thankfully like I would hear things from conversations that I was having with real life humans and they would be like, yeah, this is all over Facebook. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. That's that's I good. Don't know. Stop stop telling me about it. I don't want to hear it. I don't so, want to hear about it. <laughs> so yeah. Um. So smarten me up real quick. Um. How is this like the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? It, it, it's not. Okay. First okay. Of all, oh, clearly it's not. Clearly, but how are people <laughs> trying to uh, associate uh, the two? <laughs> well, I keep seeing meme not they're not memes they're not memes these are people that consider themselves to be uh maybe not prophets but to have a prophetical gift mm. is that a word prophetical yeah for sure sure listen <laughs> did i just make that up i think it's pathetical uh what you're about to say <laughs> so i think we're okay but they keep saying i just keep hearing on the third day on the th- i'm like on the third day jesus our savior rose from the dead uh-huh that has nothing to do with this presidential election or uh, just things like that. Things that, you know, remember Satan, Satan was scared or Satan wasn't scared until the third day, uh, just over and over again. And it, it's really starting to, to bother me. Yeah, <laughs> It's really, really starting to bother me because, well, you know what? We don't need to hash it out. We already did that. We did Go that. Go listen to a we, couple episodes back <laughs> and you can, you can hear exactly how we feel. And anyway, it's just, I, I don't know. I um, I worry that the evangelical church is putting their faith and uh, their hope in something, someone to be a savior, and that person is not going to be a savior. And yeah. anyway, it's really well, starting to get to me. <laughs> well, okay. So I've, I have had actual real life conversations with human beings this week. Uh, I know that's kind of a... What's that like? <laughs> I know, right? Um, and I've had some uh, very conservative people, uh, conversations with some very conservative people, and also some conversations with very liberal people. And um, on Wednesday, having conversations with both of these types of people, like on the phone, driving, we're, we're just chatting, you know, getting caught up on yeah. whatnots. Um, both of them said the same thing. I can't believe it's this close. By the way, <laughs> for the timeline's sake, right now, uh, at the time we started recording, I think the difference in votes in Georgia is like 2,500 votes. So like, it, like it's, it's kind of crazy. We don't know who the president is yet. We do know that it won't be Kanye. That this much... <laughs> This, this much, much is we, true. We we do know. Uh, however, there is a chance that if uh, had a chance to actually count these votes, we would have been done by now. Um, we would know. We would have known last week before yeah. the election. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but and I, I just told them both, like, I, I'm not surprised at all that it's this close because the people who are, um, by the way, pause, um, be careful when you're hitting your microphone. Because you just reached over, and yeah, 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 all that, all that. Whatever. Okay. Uh, I don't. So, I don't even care. 
I know you don't, but I got I got to edit it out later. Okay, I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> so <laughs> okay, um, you're, you're not surprised. You're not surprised that it's no, 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 no. I'm leaving all of this in just to tell this story that I've never got to tell. Um, okay, I've made you cry. I think one time. I think it was one time I ever made you cry. You did make me cry. And it was... That's it, the only time I remember. Yeah. I, well, yeah. <laughs> You're like, every time we get off the call, uh, every yeah. week. Nah, nah. But, uh, I, I, and it was something along the lines of like, you asked me to do something. And I was like, you don't get to tell me what to do. <laughs> you, um... <laughs> My crying had less to do with you that day Clearly. than basically everything else that was going on in the world. But you, you really picked a good day. Yeah, I, I picked the day that you needed to cry and let 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 oh, the man. let it break. That and day, like I still picture that as if it just happened yesterday. I'm so sorry. Because I think the only person more surprised than you that I started crying was me. Um. I, I do want to say that our mutual friend Natalia immediately went into like mediator mode, like being the nurse that she is was just like, are you okay? Checking on you. And then looked at me and was like, she's fine. It's okay. It's not about you. But of course I can't leave it alone. Cause I was just trying to be silly. And now I've made my friend cry and I'm like, no, it was bad. It was and bad. not just y'all. It wasn't just like, like, tears filled my eyes it was like the dam released yes everything that had been piling on for the last two weeks of my life oh man all came out at once and poor like your face i will never forget your face because it was panic and shock and i I, all blood had flowed out of my face it was white as a ghost oh my gosh and I'm uh, going, it's not about you. And you're like, how can it not be? I, I'm the one that said the thing. And now you're crying. And now I have a crying girl in front of me. Oh, and I man, don't know what to do. that was a good day. <laughs> I did need to cry. I did need to cry. Listen, sometimes you just need to cry. Uh, you just like, need to get it out. Yeah, <clears throat> just like the country. And so I said that uh, it's not, it doesn't really surprise me either way. Because, you know, the, there there's a lot of people who cannot stand the man that holds the office. And so they're voting against him. And then there's a lot of other people who have felt the push against them from the Me Too movement, from Black Lives Matter movement, from all of these movements that have been very progressive and very pushing to the left. And I feel like there's a lot of pushing back. Even it's like, oh, I I agree that we need to move to the left, but you guys are pushing us too fast. And so I really need to like push back to try to stay And so that means I need to vote for Trump. And so like, I feel like that there was something there that happened where, Mm -hmm. um, where, where people, and listen, I'm not saying that people on either side are bad people, right? There's good people out there that Mm -hmm. are image bearers of the most high King that, uh, that love Jesus and Jesus loves them and they're just wrong. And that's on both sides (laughs) and it's It's, fine. Yeah. And I'm one of those people that's also wrong. And so I can give grace uh, from time to time, Um, you know, but, but sometimes, I mean, listen, sometimes people, people are wrong. Hey, you know who was wrong? And we found out about it. Who? Carl. Tell me. Yeah. Yeah. 
So uh, we don't we don't know a whole lot about this situation at the moment, do we? Oh, we yeah, we do. A, oh, yeah, T, yeah. TMZ kind of broke it loose for us a little bit. Oh, I guess I haven't seen that yet. Well, Tell me. you know, whenever you are the hipster pastor to the stars, um, that <laughs> it, I mm-hmm. mean. Okay. Oh, and by the way, there's some people who may not know who Carl Lentz is. Uh, yeah. Um, and so that that's fine. We'll smarten you guys up. Um, uh, so what we're here for? Yeah. That's listen. <laughs> Something that's like it. that. <laughs> sure. Um, so Hillsong Global, like the the church Hillsong Global, they have campuses uh-huh. kind of all over the place. They have one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast. Um, Carl Lentz is the pastor of Hillsong, New York City. So it's in it's in New York. He is kind of like the hipster pastor, lived in Williamsburg, had the tight skinny jeans and the big oversized glasses. Yeah. Um uh very the crazy he, haircut. Yeah, crazy yeah. haircut. I mean, really, I mean, you know, he's probably most well known for being Justin Bieber's pastor there for mm-hmm. a while. They they had a little bit of a fallout last year. Uh Bieber now goes to Hillsong uh, West Coast uh, in in Los Angeles, but uh, but that's kind of well, like yeah. When you have homes in both, then you can choose. You, yeah. I mean, that's how I am. <laughs> between so um, funny, yeah. <laughs> ha. So uh, so yeah. So a, a, an announcement came out uh, today that um, that uh, he has been Carl Lentz has been fired as the pastor of Hillsong. Um, What's his name? Houston? Joel Houston? No, that's Joel not right. Houston. Did, is that did yeah. I, okay? Bri- Guys, well, Joel Joel is Brian Houston's son. Yeah, okay. Brian Houston, I think, is Brian. the one that announced it. I apologize. Yes. Brian Houston is like the global, is the pastor okay. of Hillsong Global. It's late. Sue me. <laughs> um, so Brian Houston actually announced it. So um, as it turns out, uh, Carl, he was fired for, um, oh, what, what, what's the words that they used for moral failure? Moral failure. Um, oh. I think I read something about trust issues uh, and moral failure. And I feel like there was one more, one more thing. I can't remember um, what it was. Well, okay. I'm just going to ask you, Andrea, if yeah. a pastor of a church is fired for uh, moral failure and trust issues, uh, what do you think that means? Oh, there was infidelity. There was oh, adultery. Yeah, he cheated. yeah, adultery. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I don't like the word affair. I don't. I don't like mm. it. Get, I don't know if we've ever talked about this before, but I'll go ahead and tell you. Um, <laughs> an affair. Don't think like, we have. <laughs> like. If you throw a party, that could be an affair, right? Yeah. Like, hey, and yeah, like an, a, a grand affair. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, uh, uh, when you um, when you have an intimate relationship with someone who is not your spouse, that is not an affair. Uh, that's an adultery. It's a sin, and we should call it what it is. Yeah. So, so there's that. Um, yeah, I've got more more thoughts on the the whole thing, mm-hmm. but I do feel bad anytime someone of prominent leadership shows mm-hmm. their humanity because yeah. uh pastors are held to a higher standard. Yeah. And uh and they should be. Uh but also I feel bad for the people that they have led and that maybe have hinged their hope and their faith on 
you know, their pastor more than more mm-hmm. than God. It kind of it, it creates a lot of problems for the the flock whenever the shepherd is is removed. So yeah, yeah. I um I think I told you when you when you sent me this headline that I wish I could say that I was surprised. But there's something that happens when people are put in such a place of prominence and fame. And it doesn't it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to happen. And it doesn't always happen. But it seems like it's the case more and more often these days that they feel like they have a um a facade that they have to keep up, you know, yeah. front. And I don't know. I just you know, growing up growing up in a pastor's home and uh with my parents, my parents who have been married for fifty two years this year. And, you know, it just, it was just different. And that was never, never an issue. I remember having a conversation with a friend uh, not too long ago, a few years ago, that I never worried about my parents, you know, getting a divorce or that just, it was never an issue. My parents, they knew when they made that commitment that it was for life, you know, and it just was never, it was never an option. And, um, I just, I don't know. My heart, my heart breaks. My heart breaks yeah. for him and it, his family. Uh, at the same time, I, there's a lot of, I don't, not anger. That's a little harsh because he's not my pastor, but, um, I hate, I hate what it does to the church. I hate the light that it puts the yeah, church in. For sure. And, you know, that bothers me, but, um, his, his statement, I'm, I'm, I'm reading it and. I I appreciate his statement. I appreciate that he is owning up to it and taking responsibility for the choices that he made and that he he understands that his his journey that's in front of him is on him and that he he has to make the repairs and and rebuild the trust. I've I've heard of other pastors who have had uh moral fail, failings that just didn't see the issue, you know, or they didn't maybe it was a slightly different situation and and they didn't see how they were wrong and yeah. there was a lot of um indignation and uh uh defensiveness and and that's that's not the way to do it so yeah i appreciate i appreciate his statement i hate that it happened um and i pray for his family that they are able to get through this and that that god god's mercy and grace is present with them but i i still hate that it happened I agree with you in that I feel like we should uh, appreciate that statement. Pray for him. Uh, pray for pray for his family. Um, the other thing that I appreciate is um, Andrea's uh, really sniper accuracy when it comes to picking Dove Award uh, nominees and and winners. <laughs> so, guys, last week was the uh, the Dove Awards, yeah. and we we talked about nominations before. We we had our list. We had our picks of what we were going, what we wanted to do. And I think I say we just kind of go through uh, some of these, uh, some of these, and just see how how we how did we do? How how right were we? I mean, we were pretty stinking right. I, I think that. Yeah. Um, and by the way, if we got the majority of these wrongs, I feel like we just need to end the podcast or at least change subject matters altogether. <laughs> we'll become like I don't know a political podcast. That would be a lot of fun, oh, wouldn't it? That would be. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and I think that, there'd be a lot of yelling. <laughs> it, um, yeah, but also like not us at each other, just like us. No, like, just you know, in no, no. general. In just general, we, yeah. 
So, um, okay. So this is what I'd like to do. There's about, uh, I don't know, maybe 10 or so that, that we picked. Um, I, I want to kind of get to those later. I want to go through some of these other, these other categories that we really didn't talk about. Um, simply because there's some good stuff going on. So are you ready? You're, can we dive in? Let's dive in. All right. Category was blue gas country roots recorded song of the year. You just said blue gas. <laughs> well, watch me too. Okay. Bluegrass. Don't go farting in a Santa roots. suit. <laughs> Let's go farting in a Santa suit. Is that what you just said? Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, all right, well, now I have no, to leave all this in. Ever going to get out of this. No, okay. never, ever. Uh-huh. Um, Ain't No Grave. Uh, mm-hmm. Are you familiar with this song? I am because didn't Bethel released it first? Right? Bethel released it. Molly Skaggs, who is uh, Ricky Skaggs' daughter, mm. um, sang on it. But I don't want to play that version because there is another version that I'm a huge fan of. This is Travis Cottrell mm. and Alicia Brown singing uh, singing the lead on this, and it is dope. Come on, Travis Cottrell. I'm a sneak. I'm a sneak kind of a little bit later, so you can get a little extra feel here. Oh, there was a battle, a war between death and life, and there on the tree, the Lamb of God was crucified, and he went on. So a little mashup there yes. of Alive so for Every Man. Oh, man. I have chill bumps <sighs> right now. Listen to it. Lisey's a friend of mine from school. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she is she was phenomenal back in college. She's phenomenal now. Uh, I say mine. Mine and Julie. She's probably closer to Julie than she is to me. But th- that's not the point. I'm a huge fan of that just because I'm a huge fan of Johnny Cash. And you, you do know that's a... They sample Johnny Cash to be able to do that, right? That are I you not? not? Oh, oh, <laughs> okay. Here we. There ain't no grave can oh. hold my body down. I didn't know this song yet. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. When I hear that trumpet sound. I'm on a rise right out of the ground. Ain't no grave can hold my body down. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, 
already on this episode, I've got to I've got to play my friend Lacey and Johnny Cash within thirty seconds of each other. So I'm we can just end the end the show now and we'll be fine. I, I'll be good. I think we're done. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's. Uh, uh, we're gonna skip uh, Christmas special event album of the year. Uh, Phil Wickham won that one. We'll probably talk about that here in a couple weeks uh, when we do our when we do our our cage match. Mm, um, that I'm gonna win again. Contemporary, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, contemporary gospel album of the year, "Long Live Love" by Kirk Franklin, who uh, wasn't there. <laughs> if you'd like to know why, you could go back and check out uh, one of our first episodes about <laughs> Kirk deciding to boycott the Dove Awards. Um, I think that was see. episode number two, actually. Some something in there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so long form video. I don't, this is like a, like a concert video was okay. awake by Hillsong worship. So if you yeah. want to check that one out, you can, um, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to see kind of the big ones here. Pop contemporary album of the year, uh, citizen of heaven by Torrin Wells. We've talked yeah. about that one a bunch. Producer. Did we talk about producer in the previous episode? We, we didn't. Because I, I learned something about, okay. uh, so the producer of the year was uh, Ed Cash and Stephen V. Taylor, the team, yeah. that team. And did you know, because I didn't, but I found out watching the Dove Awards, was that Ed Cash is the one that brought the group We the Kingdom together. Well, of course. Of course he was. Ed Cash, for for those of you who don't know, he is he's not an artist. He's not a I don't think he's a singer or a musician, but he is probably listed as a songwriter and or a producer on just about every contemporary Christian album that you listen to today. Yeah. The man is he has got his fingers in everything. So he is producer of the year. He the team of Ed Cash and Stephen V. Taylor. There's a reason that he says Stephen V. Taylor, not not just Steve Taylor, because that's that's uh, Steve Taylor is uh, a producer that produced like Sixpence None the Richer. Mm-hmm. He produced the uh, the Newsboys albums that were actually good. He was a, he was his, an art artist on his own right. Um, if you if you're not familiar with Steve Taylor, um, you should definitely get familiar with Steve Taylor. He's um, he 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 makes phenomenal music and he's also produced uh, movies and directed movies and stuff like that. Anyway, neither here nor there. We'll keep going. Short form video. So this is like not the long full concert, but just like music video uh, for King and Country and Dolly Parton doing God yeah. Only Knows. We've played that a bunch of times. We've talked about uh, the song uh, like twenty five times on the show. Yes, it's yeah. so good. Uh. Traditional gospel album of the year, uh, The Return by the Clark Sisters. I thought we'd maybe mention that since we've seen that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, worship album of the year, Awake by Hillsong, which also won the the, the, the long form video. Um, and then uh, here's one I just wanted to touch on before we'll start kind of get digging in a little bit more. Youth Children's Musical of the Year is mm-hmm. Good News Ahead, The Signs of Christmas. And the only reason I bring that up is because uh, my kids actually did that last Christmas. They were in <laughs> they they were in that one. So there all right, you let's jump let's jump around a little bit. Spanish language album <coughs> of the year, uh, Alleluia by Elevation Worship. Uh, you know, it's weird did, that Elevation Worship wins Spanish album of the year, but yeah. did did we did we call that one? 
No, we didn't. We did not. Uh, we okay, here. Here's one that we did call uh, "Rock Contemporary Recorded Song of the Year." What we said was going to win was Skillet's "Legendary," mm-hmm. and uh, what won was Skillet's "Legendary." I mean, didn't we decide that the nominees in that category, like really, Skillet was the only one that that could win? No, there was others that could win. Uh, but this one was the one that was like, obviously, Skillet's going to do it, you know? Yeah. All right, that's enough of that. Um, let me see. <laughs> I love, uh, <laughs> The other one that we that we got wrong was uh, Pop Contemporary Recorded Song of the Year. Uh, we thought that it was going to be Burn the Ships by For King and Country. Yeah. And uh, that is not what won. We, we actually missed that one. It was actually... I will send out an army to find... Yeah, it was Rescue by Lauren Daigle. Uh, that's really bringing the energy of the show down, so we'll go ahead and skip past that let's one. Let's just go ahead and move on. Um, let's let's find if there's maybe one other that we didn't get correct. Yes, here you go. Uh, contemporary Christian Artist of the Year. We said it was going to be uh, Zach Williams. It was not Zach Williams. Uh, and I'm actually okay with the fact that it was, uh, it was Torn Wells. Yeah, but didn't we have him slated for a different? Um, I'm sure. I'm sure we had him for something, but those are the only two that we missed. Man, we're good. I feel like I feel like we are. I mean, uh, but but there there was our show. We can say that. Yeah, yeah. Listen, it's not like anybody else is saying it. So, um. Let's kind of go through some of these others. Um, If you're wondering, like, hey, is there a way uh, for Kanye West to win, I don't know, a Dove Award? Let me tell you something. In 2018, if you were like, uh, Kanye West is going to win a Dove Award, I'll be like, "Uh, no, that ain't happening. Um, What are you smoking, bro? Yeah, that uh, it would. Sorry, that was weird. That that didn't feel natural. That was strange. Andrea, just across the board, I felt weird. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't um, either. Uh, anyway, moving on. But yes, Kanye absolutely did win a Dove Award for uh, for this song. Yeah. Stretch my hands to you. Life like this is what your life like. Try to live your life right. People really know you push your buttons like type right. This is like a movie, but it's really very lifelike. Every single night, right? Every single fight, right? I was looking at the gram and I don't even like lights. I was screaming at my daddy, told me it ain't Christ-like. I was screaming at the referee, just like Mike. Looking for a bright light. Seek what your life like. Riding on a white bike, feeling like a sight bike. So, um, yeah, that it's, it's a minute and 45 seconds. He he won a double award for this. So He did. I mean, it's... So he is... It's good. It's not even the best thing on the the Jesus no. is King record, but maybe they felt like they couldn't give it give a they couldn't give a double award to Kanye and Kenny G. So like they had to pick which one. 
they were going to go with. The other, the, the rap hip hop album of the year, I'm actually surprised it wasn't Jesus is King, but it was uh, Social Club Myth- Misfits. And um, I'm looking for the right album. Hold on. Do, do you feel like the, the whoever was voting just, they just couldn't justify giving Kanye West two Devil Awards in 2020? Uh, I mean, it's very possible. It, it's it's very possible. This, is this the one that ends with him just screaming weird? I think this is what, huh? He just starts screaming weird. Uh, yeah, yes. and that's how that song ends. Yeah, and that one at Devil Ward, guys. Um, and then Album <laughs> of the Year went to Social Club Misfits um, for their album, Mood Slash Doom. Here's a track every time. I want to make the music people can't ignore. And talking to God's feeling more like a chore. I can't go back to the way things were before. Feel like I'm stuck here, running out of luck here. Success equals love here, but that don't mean too much, yeah. Find a piece inside of me, self-fulfilling prophecy until they see the God of me. Every time, I don't want to... So, um, that's Social Club Misfits. And if you're curious, we are done with rap and hip-hop. You're all okay. very, very welcome. <laughs> uh, let's move on to Gospel Worship Album of the Year. Uh, yes. Okay. This is this is where we start to like. Uh, I don't know where where we might start to find our way a little bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, Travis Green. And if you're not familiar with Travis Green, you're wrong. So uh, you should be. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead and fix that now. Yeah. So a song called "Won't Let Go." Holding me when I'm ready to give Lord, you won't let me go You keep holding me Mm. Mm. So good That boy can sing It's just Something some things just aren't fair You know what I'm saying? Mm -mm. Yeah All right, let's move on to Contemporary Gospel Record uh, Recorded Song of the Year this is uh, going to be the song People by Jonathan McReynolds, and he actually performed this uh, for the Dove Awards. We didn't actually talk about what it was like uh, watching it. Did you watch any of, uh, of the Dove Awards? I did. I, I still have a few minutes left at the end. I didn't, I didn't quite get to the end. It was like a two-hour program almost. Yeah. But I, you know, I actually kind of liked the way that it turned out. Yeah, you know they had they had different artists sitting on the couch. Um, they would ask them all the same question and kind of get answers. And uh, uh, Seth's boy Danny Goki was featured a lot. He was on there talking, and um, my girl Natalie Grant. I thought you'd have a stronger yep. reaction to Seth's I boy mean, Danny no, Goki. I mean, listen, okay. I don't need your jabs. <laughs> I don't need your jabs tonight. That's not. It's too late. You threw out Danny Goki. <laughs> you know I. I'd like to see what his face looks like, you know, behind, you know, those huge glasses that he always wears. Um, but uh, this Jonathan McReynolds with uh, people. I really liked just overall the performances. I, I thought mm-hmm. I like the way that they did the performances yeah. soundstage. 
just really clean. Yeah. Focus on the artist and get out. I like it. Hoping that as you're listening to some of these things, you might go, I should probably check that out because this is one of those ones that you definitely, uh, definitely should check out. Uh, next on the list was a uh, Dropping Sunday prediction. It was inspirational film of the year. And I remember in our conversation, we said that a beautiful day in the neighborhood should win. Right. But we also, but we also knew that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> Not gonna happen. So what one instead <laughs> was uh um gosh dude, I'm gonna have to do so much editing taking out my own stinking pauses as I try to find my freaking place in this show. Do Screw want, this show. Like, it, do you want me to jump in when you're like yeah. searching? Because I will, but I don't know. Is okay. I also feel like that makes more editing for you. No, it's fine. Um <laughs> Yeah, I so, still believe. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not in the room for you to throw something at me right now. I, I'm literally like through through my pen at the microphone. I was like, "What good does that do?" <laughs> oh, maybe this long distance recording isn't so bad. I know, right? Um, no, inspiration. <laughs> so, inspirational film of the year went to. I still believe. Um, yes, I'm going to play some music from uh, Jeremy Camp's performance during the Dove Awards just to kind of link it together. But uh, yeah, here you go. This is from this is the song Dead Man Walking. Here we go. All right, so let's talk can about I, this performance. Yeah, can I talk about Jeremy Camp for a second? Absolutely. Because I think when we talked about the movie, we talked about where I was in my life uh, as a teenager, and Jeremy Camp was a very good-looking Christian man who uh, had this kind of tragic backstory and all that. So here's the thing. I like Jeremy Camp's voice. I, I enjoy it. I don't, it doesn't bother me. I enjoy listening to him sing. I feel like all of his songs sound the same. Yeah. Well, and especially like, okay, look, this, this performance in particular, he is lip syncing to this. Like there's no mm-hmm. way, like the notes that he's hitting, it's like weird falsetto double voices type situation. He's either singing to a track or like it's well, well mixed after the fact. Not mm-hmm. all of the performances are like that. Some of these performances right. are live. You can tell, well, not live. I mean, they were mixed down after the fact. But um, this one was not my favorite. Uh, not my favorite of the of the things. Uh, yeah, they all sound the same. I'm okay with that. You're, I don't think mm-hmm. that's. I don't think that's a hot take at all. No, uh, spicy, yeah. spicy take. Spicy uh, take. All right, we'll move on to gospel artist of the year. We didn't 
pick which one this would be without we looking. Didn't? No, can you believe it? Without picking, who would you Are think you that sure? we... Mm, positive. Um, you want to see my list? Hold on. I remember us talking about her. Here it is. Yeah, I know, but we didn't write it. I didn't write anything down. It's right here. Gospel artist. We didn't write anything down. Maybe you who, just didn't write it down. Maybe I just didn't write it down, but I feel like we definitely would have picked this. Yeah. My, uh, that it was Tasha Cobbs Leonard, right? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. who else is it going to be? I mean, she's won everything have else. You guys, have you guys heard her new album, Royalty? Because you need to. Have you heard this show? <laughs> it's not like we don't talk about her ever. David faced a giant that mocked the living God. By faith he stood in power and that giant had to fall. The Israelite people rivaled by a wall. But when the people shouted that wall it had to fall. Cause there is a sound that makes walls fall down. All right, I got to turn it off, or we'll start having church. So I mean, I'm a, we'll I'm... just we'll just sit here and listen to it the whole time. It's yeah. so good. So from uh, from gospel artist to uh, southern gospel artist of the year. <laughs> Uh, we're going to go with Joseph Habedank. That's the name. Yep. Joseph Habedank. And uh, here's a little song called Shame on Me. Shame tried to tell me, keep looking back. Guilt held me captive to the pain of the past. Regret used to whisper You had your chance But Satan's a liar I know who I am I am saved right. Okay, Andrea's feeling it, it I is, am That's fine, it's not my jam But it's not bad Objectively mm-hmm. I it's I think he won I think he won last year Um. Yeah, I, I mean How do you forget yes. a name like Habedank? <laughs> Joseph Habedank. Okay. All right. So this next one was songwriter of the year artist. And this is where I feel like even though we got this wrong on contemporary Christian artist of the year, we thought it was going to be Zach Williams for him to come and actually win songwriter of the year. Yeah. I feel like it kind of redeems us a little bit, uh, but he definitely uh, made the cut there. Um, okay. Next one. You ready? I'm ready. Worship recorded song. Do you remember what we said that one was going to be? I I do because I I begrudgingly said that the blessing yeah. by Carrie Job and Cody Carnes is going to win. Yeah, and which one won? The blessing by Carrie yeah. Job and Cody Carnes. That that that's correct. <laughs> All right. There's that whole thing. Um, <laughs> There's a the whole song. That, that's it. That's it. That's all we're going to do. Actually, I want to play one other clip for you. Um, okay. <laughs> have I ever shown you that video or have we talked about the video where it says, um, 
uh, it was right after the stimulus package was was passed. Uh, this is going into political things. Did I show you this? And it said, I've seen it. Okay, it says, uh, who's going to pay for this stimulus package? Your family and your children and their children and their children. Yeah, so that's... Uh, <laughs> that makes me... That makes me laugh. Oh, I think man. if I can, just ruined that I, song for you, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Well, and if he didn't, then I'm about to. Can I just say, <clears throat> this might get into a, a deeper conversation than sure. we have time for tonight. Here's the thing. That's not a worship song. Um, There's not, I don't, I don't believe, and I can, we can say that this is subjective and that's totally fine. I think that I'm right. Of course, I think I'm right because it's my thought. But yeah, I, there, I, there, it's there's nothing wrong with the song, like theologically or biblical. It's not wrong, but it's not it's not a worship song. You could maybe make an argument for it being a a praise song that I'm praising or a song of thanksgiving, but it's not worshiping God. It's all talking about what I'm gonna get. Well, oh, okay. Well, okay. I, I understand that. I don't know that it necessarily belongs in a corporate worship setting. Yeah. Um, but there is something. I, I don't know. I mean, the Psalms are full of things where it's like, "Smite the teeth of my enemy," like break the teeth of my enemy in their face. Like, and those are. I mean, I guess personal. There's Psalms. There's songs. Psalms. But that doesn't uh, yeah. mean that they're songs of worship. No. The song How He Loves Us is also not a worship song. And he does love us, but it's not a worship song. All the focus is on me. I'm just saying. Mm. No, I mean, listen, I'm, listen I'm okay I've had with this conversation with Pastor Al Reaver multiple times. So I'm not sure that anyone could change my mind at this point. No, no, that's fine. I, I, I'll I've, bring I'll bring up the other side of the argument. Okay. Is that uh, while while I understand that Andrea's definition of a worship song is something that focuses adoration toward God, um, or speaks about His goodness, or things of those types, uh, I, I would say that knowing me in my own filth and in my own character, the fact that He loves me shows something about His character more than it shows about mine. Right, and I'm not saying I'm not. My argument is not that those songs are bad. Okay. And the the those songs shouldn't ever be used in corporate. There are songs that we we use in a corporate worship setting or in a worship set that are what I would say not fully worshipful. Yeah. But there are songs of praise and songs of thanksgiving that you do in a corporate setting. And and some of those some of these songs that that are on this list or that are used regularly are songs of praise or songs sure. of thanksgiving. Um, but are not what I would call songs of worship. Th- guys, this is my opinion. You don't have to agree with me, and that's fine. That's yeah. totally fine. But I'm just I, saying. From- I don't know that I disagree with you. I'm just saying that, like, um, I could see how someone would. Mm-hmm. I may be one of those people who does. I don't know that I've. And as someone have. who has, as someone who no, has a degree right. in church music and and is a worship leader, I don't know that I've thought about that as much as I think more along the lines of um, is it appropriate for this setting? 
there are right. times when the most worshipful thing that people can do is sit down and be quiet. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, sometimes totally. the best worship song is one note and you sustain it and everybody sits there and meditates. Like sometimes that's what, sometimes that's what worship needs to be. Um, okay. Always, I don't disagree with that. I don't, and, I don't think, I don't think that what you're saying, uh, contradicts what you're saying, contradicts what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah I, I think, I think that it, 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 it just is kind of on the same plane. Well, what, um, about the, what about the song uh, Waymaker? Is that a um, is that a worship song? I I believe so. I would say that it is. Yeah, okay, so Andre's opinion that it is. Would you think that it's also the song of the year? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, you said that a uh, couple couple months ago, and I did. Uh, and you were right and I, then. I was and right. You're right now. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love hearing that. Say it again. Say it again. Um, <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> so this is from um i haven't played waymaker very much because i'm not a, the biggest fan of the song um it just i'm just not so but this is uh from the this is from the dove awards this is uh leland mandisa sinatch and maverick city doing waymaker yeah. so it's like all the people who did it kind of put together. All the, all the people who covered it. So, listen, it's a good version. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a real good version. So... Uh, I'm trying to see here. Bef- I want to. I want to go through some of these other, um, some of these other performances because uh, there's some of them that are just really good. Uh, yeah. Pastor, before we do that, can we? No. Can I? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a mood. I'm sorry. Well, I don't yes, care. We absolutely um, can. It's your show. So we didn't talk about inspirational album. Hold on. La, 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 la. We didn't talk about inspirational album of the year, yeah. but Selah won with their album Firm Foundation. And here's a little fun fact for you. They okay. recorded on this album, on the track listing, is a song called uh, Benediction, As You okay. Go. And guess who wrote that? Um, Friend Snatch. of Bethesda? No. Friend of Bethesda, Charity Gale. Oh, formerly fantastic. with people and songs, yeah. Yeah, that she, it's on her album, her solo album that she put out um, a couple years ago or a few years ago, and I guess Selah heard it and wanted to include it. It's a great song, and so anyway, I thought that was cool. Yeah, excellent. Well, here here was another performance. This is by Pastor Michael Junior. Song called "Big." Ooh, this is a good one.
Listen, listen, guys. If even if, if just the line that the pandemic doesn't change the promise, even Woo. if that's just what you needed, that that that's okay. That it's is gonna be oh, big. It's gonna be big. Okay, it's gonna here, be big. Big. Sorry, yeah, I love so that. Good. And every time. <laughs> okay, so here's a song by Apollo Limited. I think is how it's pronounced. Um, and it's a song called Gold. And I am not familiar with this group Me either. or this song. But well, it's hard mm. for my heart to restart, but I need to reset it. Not a way to erase what I've done, but I need to forget it. And the beautiful thing you do. Is making ooh, things out of ruins All of the things I've battled You brought a battle with you Everything that you hold You make it shine like gold You hold the doors wide open There's nothing you're always broken Everything that you hold You make so- it that is uh, Gold by Apollo Limited. And listen, I, if you want to see, uh, go look this one up on, on, mm-hmm. on, the, on the YouTubes. Um, this is a really good production. Everybody's dressed in like white painter suits and has like a red neckerchief. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> listen, y'all, some of these songs, some of the performances and some of the songs on this list, they're jams, man. Yeah, absolutely. Like real good. Like Here, real here's, good. An, here's one another one that I'm not familiar with. It's called it's a group called The Sound and the the song is called Make It Count. So if you want a little Christian country, uh, apparently the sound is not bad. They've got a good I, sound. They do. I was, when they started singing, when that performance yeah. started, and that guy came out, first of all, he does not look like what you expect no. him to look no, like no, no, just no. listening to his voice. So no, when no, he no. came out, I'm like, oh, who's this guy with the long hair? And I was like, man, dude can sing. He has dude, got dude a got smooth pipes. voice. Oh, Yeah. He's got pipes. Uh, and then Switch Music Symphony. We've talked about this one on the show before as well. So a lot of just really good performances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's two more performances that we're going to look at, but they are tied to the last two um, 
whatever. Help me out, Andrea. Last two categories of <laughs> awards. So, it's so late. This this is why there's two of us. This is why there's two of us. <laughs> Could you imagine if me just like, hey, welcome to the Knucklehead Show with Seth. <laughs> Oh, no, no. There would be literally zero <laughs> listeners. There would be people who would download it and be like, listen to the show this week. And I'd look at the stats and be like, mm, four people. No, you didn't. Uh, Thanks, That Mom. was me downloading Thanks, it four times. <laughs> nah, that's me downloading it four times. Uh, From all of your different accounts. Yeah, exactly right. Okay. <laughs> New artist of the year. Yeah. New Let's artist talk of the year. about it. <sighs> uh, let's talk about it. So I don't remember who, you know, who was up for this. And I don't think that it really mattered. I think that we nailed it from the jump. Um, A little We the Kingdom. Come on, somebody. So talk to me about We the Kingdom. You've loved them from from the beginning, right? Yeah. Yeah, from the beginning. Is that your stomach growling? <laughs> really hungry. This 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 song is still so good to me. Um, I'm I'm not surprised that they won, and I'm not no, surprised neither. that you were right. Yeah, you're good. You're you're getting good at this, kid. May have found my calling. So, can can we talk for a second, just to throw it back? Because when we did the the nominee show, nominations show, we didn't we talked about this category obviously, but one of the new artists of the year nominees was someone named L. Lime Bear. Okay. And do you know who she is? I don't know. Ricky Skaggs' daughter? No, no that's someone she else. Is, she is the daughter of Martin Smith from Delirious. Ooh. Delirious. Let's go. Delirious. We okay, might have to do a this. Delirious show because, I mean, come on. All right. You're going to name your famous, your favorite Delirious song right now. Oh, gosh. No, I typed in Delirious and Delirious from the album 1999 by Prince came up. This is not the right song, but now I have to listen to it because it's Michael Jackson. All right, it's not that. That is not what we are talking about. Um, By the way, can we talk about the Facebook post where you tagged me? We can. And and someone was like, (laughs) because you said something about it being Michael, Michael Jackson. And someone was like, um... Are you are you kidding? Because that's Prince. <laughs> that made me laugh so hard. Yeah, yeah guys. I said, "Oops, somebody doesn't listen to our show." Uh, legit. Thanks. Thanks for thanks for your support. A hole. <laughs> what what's your favorite? Okay, favorite Delirious song. Go. Okay, I think just because I've like I have so much, I have so many great memories tied to it. I think it might be History Maker. Do you remember that song? No. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Or My Glorious. Oh, there's so many good ones. Um, There's so many good ones. It's got to be. I mean, it's got to be. It's got to be My Glorious. But okay. Yeah. Listen to both of them, though. 
All right, I'm jumping in. Sorry. Dude, talk about youth group anthems. I mean, you guys, you don't even know. How is your youth pastor going to get you to pay to go on the mission trip if he doesn't play this song? (laughs) And also, what song are you going to play in the mission trip video that you showed the church on the Sunday you get back? It's going to be History Maker or Shout to the North. Either one. Let's talk about Shout to the North. (laughs) It's Shout to You got to do your hands like this. Yeah. Yeah, and if you don't know what we mean by do your hands like this, then (laughs) this may not be the show for you. There's a reason. There's a reason why this is just audio, you guys. <laughs> there's a reason. Uh, there, there is definitely a reason. Um, okay, but legit, it's probably um, for okay, f- for real. It's probably obsession. Oh yeah. Yeah, but that brings the whole like tone of the show down. We're not doing that one. Okay. Nope. Um, okay, so delirious. We got to do a show on delirious. Okay. Yes, yeah. fans. Well, just we so you, you know. Martin Smith's daughter was up for new artist of the year this year. We didn't know it was her, but it was. But but it was. Man, that would have changed. Isn't that crazy? Do you think that would have changed our vote at all? No. No, not a bit. <laughs> Just hard pass. No. No, it was We the Kingdom. Um, she's great. We I remember us liking liking her when we listened, but no, We the Kingdom had that locked down for sure. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yes, they did. And so that brings us to our artist of the year. Um, okay, I legit was looking at my screen and not looking at you, and I was like, what is wrong with your audio? What is happening right now? That was me doing a drum roll. It's not very good. You're, that was phenomenal drum roll. Um, <laughs> wow. Oh, no. So this is, uh, this is a new song uh, that I had not heard their version of. This is for King and Country. Uh, they won the Artist of the Year. By the way, we called it on this one as well. But for King and Country, a little, little song called Amen. Baptize me into your love. Oh, my spirit so So this this is a good I mean listen, it's got a good feel to it. Um 
I do not like the uh, visuals of this performance. This no, it was a little um, kind of an interesting way to open the show, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was. It was strange, and, and I, I wasn't. I was not a huge fan, but yeah. I was a huge fan of the fact that here in just a bit. They, they did mix up what this song might be by adding a little flavor to it. So a little bit of a Lecrae coming in with it too. So I, I appreciate that. Um, I'm not, I don't Man, know. They are partnering with everybody this year, aren't they? Well, I mean, when you are the artist of the year, you got a little bit of sway. And I mean, yeah. you got to do something kind of fun. And you aren't going to get Dolly on the Dove Awards. That wasn't going to happen. No, um, yeah. Okay. There is a, uh, there's a comedian, and I think he's from, uh, from Germany. His name is Flula Borg. And I want you to look him up. F-L-U-L-A space Borg. Um, and I think that the lead singer, like the, not the curly headed lead singer, but the other one who tries to look cool. I think that he is, uh, I think that he looks a lot like Flula Borg. Yes. Yes. Ye- yes. Yes, he does. Okay. Um, let me, uh, I'm just going to give you, uh, Flula Borg. Not in is that it? picture. Well, no, not in that one, but, uh, any, anything where Flula is a little bit more clean cut here. Yeah. This is a delicious audio gift for your brains and ear holes, Conan. And I love to travel so very much, as as do you. Yeah. You know, we've been everywhere together to Berlin and. Oh things. yeah, well, yeah, we have we've traveled together. Yes, yes. I would so, tell everyone about what we did, but uh, you made me sign the NDA. Yes, so. yes. I will, um. <laughs> so uh, Flula is uh, he's an actor. He's been in Pitch Perfect two. He was part of the German team. He was like the the lead male singer on the German team. If you're but that that's what he reminds me of when every time I see a picture of uh, of the lead singer from uh for King and Country, I think of Flula Borg. Yes. When when uh this guy first showed up on the couch and like at the very beginning when they were doing that shot, I was like, yeah. Who is that guy? Yeah. What? It's going But yes. 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 Okay. Well, there I'm we go. With you. Well, hard transition. Now we're done. <laughs> and that was the Dove Awards, everyone. Dove I hope Awards. you enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so a lot of really good, uh, a lot of really good performances. Go look it up. They they have a uh, they have a playlist on YouTube. You can look up fifty first annual GMA Dove Awards performances. Um, you know, the big takeaway for me about the Dove Awards is uh, how good we are at uh, predicting uh, these things. So. Yeah. Um, Great job, Andrea. Like for real. High five. Awesome. That was note for the audio. We both hit our cameras on our phones and. Because <laughs> we are still in separate buildings. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Uh, are you, are, can we just do the Babylon Bee? Can we just transition? Yes, Let's I think get... we should just, oh, just no, do it. Not the bees. Not the bees. Ah! This is a, uh, a, a quote. 
I think we ought to have all the votes counted and sorted by late 2024, Trump remarked. Possibly 2028, but I'm remaining optimistic. Uh, Trump estimates that it could take four more years to accurately count the votes. Oh, no, not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! Four less years. Four less years. Four less <laughs> I'm just being funny, guys. Calm down. It's just a silly We're thing not to here say. to tick you off. Probably. Don't at me, bro. You can at me. That's fine. That's fine. Because here's the deal. Sethford. I think at Sethford. Yeah, that that's cool. Uh, I think I'm gonna get rid of Facebook. I just can't. I just I just can't. Yeah. Here's the thing. Everybody is jumping from Facebook to Instagram. Eventually, Instagram will not be cool anymore. So yeah. they're going to jump from Instagram to Snapchat. There's Snapchat Parlor. Have you heard TikTok. of Parlor? No, no. These are all things that are just going to suck my time. And yeah, that's why I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to stay on Facebook because I'm just going to read what I want to and skip what I don't. Yeah. Can I tell? Can I, I tell you? Can... can I tell you what's not for me? You can. What's not for me, because you already did yours, so. I did. Um, <laughs> and it's the same. As yeah, it was it, it hasn't changed in an hour, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. What's legit not for me is, uh, I, think, I think Facebook is not for me, because it has given me an insight into people. I have learned so much in the past um, four years in general, six months in particular, about people and whether or not like uh, I like them as people, <laughs> like I still love them with the love of Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but there's just people. It's just like there's people that I used to do business with that I don't feel comfortable doing business with anymore because of of some of the terrible things that they said, right? Yeah. There's there's people that, uh, yeah. There's people that are mean to my friends. There's people who don't even know my friends, but then they'll get onto my page. Like I'll, you know, back when I did used to comment, and then I might have a friend on a different, you know, different side. And, uh, and then I'd have the left screaming at the right and the right screaming at the left and me trying to play moderator in the middle, just to try to keep the peace on my feet. I just don't like any of that anymore. And I feel like Mm -hmm. I would like more people if I didn't know what you thought about everything. So I think that, uh, Facebook may not be for me. Maybe. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. Here's what I do. I, uh, number one, I don't get political on Facebook. I try not to ever post anything. No, whether you post or not is is that I'm saying like no. you see everybody else's. You yeah, see what I'm saying? totally. It's like, I, no, I totally, I totally get that. I just I don't have people commenting commenting on my post politically sure. because all I post are owls and uh, pictures of myself not wanting to adult anymore. That's yeah. that's what I post. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, but and, no, I to- I totally understand. It it has it's made you look at people differently. Yeah, especially the last six six months, especially. I yeah. don't know that that's absolutely a terrible thing. Honestly, um, maybe in some cases it's not great, but I think in some cases it also has made me decide uh, to protect myself a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. I think that Facebook should change their icon to a mountaintop. 
because the Bible says that what's done is secret will be screamed from the mountaintop. I just didn't realize that people were going to scream their own secrets from the mountaintop. Oh, yeah. You, see, all, you know what I'm saying? All the time. It's, mm-hmm. just, it's just like maybe, maybe keep, I don't know, maybe keep your, your comments to yourself. Like, the, by the way, there's this, this, is, <laughs> this is Seth saying this? It must be getting bad. Okay. It must be my, getting bad. Here's my real mm-hmm. nod for me. Okay. That that was that was that that's also not for me. But here's my real not for me. I wrote it down. I'm gonna say it. Uh, my not for me is uh, Google Maps. Uh, there's not a setting in Google Maps where I can say stay on the paved roads. Now that <laughs> happened because um, <clears throat> I told you I drove through Shreveport, drove through like northern Louisiana to get to uh-huh. like southeast Arkansas. I've seen some country this week. That's all I'm saying. That's all yeah. I'm saying. And I'm driving up this one, you know, two lane road and it says turn right. And I, and I slow down to turn right and there's a gate there. And I'm like, I don't think I'm supposed to turn onto whatever they think that road is. And so I keep going to the next one. It's like, turn right. And I look down and I'm like, man, I don't really feel like that's a road. And then I go to the next one. It's like, turn right. And so I go to the next one. I'm like, oh, this one looks like it might have gravel. Literally, like, I don't know where I am. I'm in the middle of nowhere, Louisiana, and I'm on a gravel red dirt road for three miles. Three miles. Yeah. Scary things happen on red dirt roads. (laughs) I was, dude, I was pleading the blood. I was. (laughs) You you would think that you wouldn't have to make that a setting in Google Maps, that they would just know that I'd prefer to stay on the paved road, but... Apparently you're wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. I mean, apparently you need a <laughs> you need a Cajun Sherpa to get you through the backwoods. <laughs> All right. Oh man, Andrea, that's a show. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Gosh, I hope so. Uh, I, got, I hope you guys had a great time today. We had a great time, kind of going over all this stuff, and now you're spartaned up on uh, pastors who have had affairs. Uh, Kanye, who's won uh, a double award now, other people that won double awards, and uh, you're also caught up on election news from four days ago. So, <laughs> oh my word! I mean, by the time you hear this, this, yeah, we probably still won't have a president. <laughs> Well, we haven't had one. So anyway, let's... uh... Moving on. (laughs) Guys, it's jokes. We're having jokes. It's just fun stuff. It's our Um, show. We're just... We're not here to tick you off. Yes, we're just having silly fun times. Okay. Um, That's a show. But our thoughts and opinions are not the final word, dear listener. We would love to hear your thoughts and opinions on any of the things that we've talked about today. Yes, don't forget to like and follow and comment on the socials. We are at Dropping Sunday on all of the things. Facebook, even though Seth may be dropping off, we're on Instagram and we're on Twitter. I'll look into this parlor thing. I have no idea what it is. I don't know how to use the Snapchat (laughs) or TikTok. uh, I don't know how to use either one. um, Sorry, guys. Are we on on Snarfle yet? Uh, no. Okay, yeah, I what don't even that? know if that's a thing. No, that's I just made it up. So, um, and yeah, just remember for every comment that we get on Snarfle, we'll give a, 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 a quadrillion dollars to any charity you want us to. Oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah. Remember the greatest compliment that you could ever give to us is to tell a friend to listen to the show to sign up and subscribe because we will be back next week. We don't know what we're going to talk about yet, but we'll find something. So tell them to, to subscribe. Tell them to listen. 
Yeah, because we'll be back next week talking about, I honestly, I don't know what. Um, nope. Probably a movie or something. We should do another terrible yeah. movie. We should. Subject we haven't done ourselves one. to that. Yeah, why not? So who knows? <laughs> who knows what we're going to do? But we, we will be back next week. Uh, until then, this is Seth. This is Andrea. And this episode is dropping Sunday. <laughs> See what I did there? I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what we do. All the time. That's funny. Yeah. You know what's not funny is when you go, that's funny. If you have to describe, if you have to explain, guys, what I just said was hilarious. Probably wasn't funny. It loses a little something. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. We're about out of music. Let's go. Yep. All right, bye. Bye. Okay, I love the ending of that more than anything we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs>